CFG Wealth Management, Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance from CFG Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Travis provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Well, good morning and welcome back to another show of Navigating Your Retirement with your host, Travis Chance. Uh, folks, as always, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, give us a call 877-269-0839. That's 877-269-0839. Joining us this morning, he is here. He is ready. He is Tony. Yep. Sure. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, ready. Please put ready in quotes. I don't know. Sometimes you come at me pretty strong, pretty early in, the, pretty early in the morning, Travis. And I, you know, sometimes, sometimes I throw you a curveball. Sometimes gotta, I throw you a curveball. Yep, drinking that black rifle coffee. Uh, you know, I didn't get a chance to grab one. I was, uh, <laughs> I, I was up late. Uh, got, uh, got home late teaching uh, our course, um, how to thrive in retirement during COVID nineteen. Uh, didn't get home until a little bit later than I, I wanted to. So, uh, didn't get up quite as early as I, as I probably should have. So I had two choices. I could get to the, to the office a little bit early, make sure everything was ready to go or grab a cup of coffee. And I think I should have stayed and grabbed a cup of coffee, but, uh, but no, I, I didn't get a chance to get a, bro- a black rifle this morning. So if oh, I'm dragging no. a little bit, yeah, if I'm dragging a little <laughs> bit, you, you just may have to poke and prod me. Oh, I think you've got plenty of energy for the both of us, uh, coffee or no. So, oh, well. but no, I've had a great week. How have you been though? In general, I know you've been busy doing those, uh, uh, you know, those educational, uh, workshops, uh, as you good, mentioned good. and yep, meeting with yep. folks. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things I, I really, I really enjoy teaching in person. I think, I think there's something to be said for being able to to interact, answer questions. Um, you know, a lot of us we we feel more comfortable asking questions once we turn it into a conversation, and that's really what we try to do whenever we we teach our courses is make it more of a conversation than you know just someone up there lecturing at you for two hours. You know, yeah, it's it's really got to apply to your situation. But uh, yeah, this was our first uh, first experience of doing it virtually and. We had uh, we had a, a really really good showing. We had a good turnout, and uh, actually every single attendee stayed on the webinar, the the video conference until the end. Uh, was really really impressed by that. We really kept their attention, kept it under two hours. Um, I mean, it, it was it was good. We we had a good time. Um, you know, it's kind of kind of awkward, you know, asking a question via text box, you know, versus, you know, cause everyone's on, you know, they're, they're not asking questions live because it's video, but, but it was good. It was, uh, is one of those things where, you know, in the environment that we're in, 
just because the COVID-19 virus is here, just because we have some of the things to deal with does not mean that life or time is going to wait on you. You you have to still continue and make decisions and get information the best way you can. And uh, we really enjoy being able to, to provide that service and provide that, uh, that ability. That sounds great. In fact, uh, you know, obviously uh, people need to work with a financial professional uh, now more than ever. I mean, it's one thing uh, during the good times, it's important, but during times like this uh, and the year we're having <laughs> in 2020, uh, mm-hmm. it's obviously uh, huge uh, that they they understand these things. So, um, you know, we, I know you want to talk about 401ks and we've all, I mean, everyone I know has a 401k. Uh, most people out there have them. Some folks are fortunate enough to have uh, pensions, but uh, fewer and fewer. And uh, people have a 401k or 403b, something something similar through their work. So uh, knowing what to do with it is huge, isn't it? Well, it's it's funny that you mentioned, Tony, that, uh, you know, some people have pensions, some people have, you know, 401ks. Uh, but, you know, let's let's really kind of think about it. you know 401ks uh they they really kind of took the place of the pension uh for all intents and purposes because you know prior to around the early 80s what did most people have you had you know if you work for a company like an IBM or, or whomever, international paper, whatever, uh, typically they were going to have a pension that means the the company is is responsible for paying you a mailbox paycheck, if you will, from the time you retire until the time that you expire. Okay, retire to expire. And what they found was, is just like Social Security, uh, the actuaries got it wrong from just about the very beginning. So, you know, used to you'd retire, you know, the company's thinking, hey, we only got to pay this this out for a few years. And next thing you know, uh, it's 20, 25 years down the road, and that's costing them a pretty penny. So, uh, 401ks uh, and IRAs, whenever they were implemented back in the in the early 70s, mid 70s, uh, you had ERISA come out in mid 70s, which basically protected employees, uh, made sure that uh, the the playing field was level, if you will. Sure. And then in the 80s, you started seeing 401ks pop up as an ancillary savings vehicle. Uh, so it was not your supposed to be your primary savings vehicle, but it was just supposed to be an additional uh, place for you to be able to, to defer funds or, or put funds uh, tax deferred. And over the years, what we've seen is 401ks have evolved into what they are today, which is one of the primary sources of retirement nest egg and retirement income. And that's really starting to to be in conjunction with Social Security, the two go-to places for retirees. So, you know, what I was telling you this morning, Tony, it was kind of, I, I don't know if it was, if it was just meant to be, I think it, I think it was, I, uh, I told Tony that, uh, what I've started to do is turn my radio from news when I'm driving to and from work, because you just got to have a break, right? You, you just gotta have a break. And one of my favorite stations is classic rewind on, on uh serious XM. Oh, I, mine I think too. I listen, Honestly, I, Travis, mine yeah, too. I love that. Station. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I listened to that and uh lithium, which is the the nineties and 2000. Uh, so basically back in my, my college days. So uh, yep. I listened to those two stations more than anything 
And uh, as I'm pulling into the office, the clash comes on and it's, should I stay or should I go? And, you know, you can't get that out of your head. You, you're thinking, you're like, you're like, man, it's a good song. So I sat and I'm, I'll be honest, I sat and listened to the whole song. I was like, hey, it's three minutes. I, I can I can zone out for three minutes and just jam. And then I walk in the office. The first thing comes up on my news feed this morning, Tony, was beware the vultures coming for your old 401k money and that's kind of an ominous title it was it's from an article in market watch if you want to go and look it up by a guy named mitch uh, looks like mitch tookman um and basically says your money is at risk of disappearing completely so right away he had my he had my attention i'm like hey i gotta read this just like i had to listen to the clash saying should i stay or should i go and basically what the article is talking about is should you roll your 401k or should you not so Oh my goodness. Your 401k. Should I stay or should I go? Should you should you leave it? Should you not? And I thought yeah. I'm like, you know, I had a whole different show in mind, but then I'm like, I've got to do this. There's there's something telling me I gotta do this. This is my show this morning. So in five minutes, I completely rewrote the show and uh and and it's just That's I think awesome. it's I think it's very, I think it's very, uh, very important for where we are today because you know one of the things that the article points out is that obviously tens of millions of people have been displaced or have been laid off or we've had businesses shut down. Uh, some of them will come back, some of them won't. Uh, and a lot of times, four hundred one ks, you know, especially today, <clears throat> very prevalent in today's environment because uh, you know more employers are getting are getting incentives to implement four hundred one ks for their employees. But what happens is what a lot of people, I think, Tony, maybe either misunderstand or they don't understand completely is that if you leave your 401k balance or your 401k at a job and you just forget about it and you go on, well, some states are starting to take notice of the fact that uh, some of this money is just sitting there and it's kind of in what's called orphan retirement accounts. If you don't do something, roll over, roll into your new plan, whatever, uh, there are, there's something called a state achievement laws, which regulate poor and abandoned accounts. And they, they literally pour them like a pitcher of water into a big bucket and they pour it into a state fund and await for an eventual claimant. And once that, once that's claimed, then that's your, you know, obviously it's your money. Now, this is according to the article. It says once it's claimed, it's your money. But if it's not claimed, uh, what happens to it? Well, think about it. What do you think happens to it? Do you think that do you think someone's going to just jump up and down and say, hey, you got to come get your fifty thousand dollars? <laughs> no. So so one of the things that we talk about is in retirement, you have to be intentional. You cannot just leave everything to to their own devices. You have to know where your money's at. You have to you have to be intentional guys. You have to be thoughtful. You have to be really focused on what you want to accomplish because just leaving things like they are in a lot of cases is not going to be the best alternative. So the, the transition I want to make from that is, okay, let's, let's think about this logically, Tony. So 
if if you are in and you are uh, in the job force, you're you're contributing to your 401k, you get fired. Let's talk about what you should do. If you're still working, let's say you're in your 30s or your 40s. Um, well, there's really two options. And let's talk about what they are. Number one, uh, if you really don't want to work with a financial advisor, that's OK. I mean, that's not for everyone. But if you don't want to work with a financial advisor, the best thing and the best alternative that I, I personally believe is you need to roll that into your plan if that's a possibility. Because, you know, even though it's at your former 401k, and I know it might have been, you know, I really like the manager, so I'm just going to leave it. it. No, take that money, 10,000, 15, 20, whatever, 100,000, roll that into your next plan. Because in most cases, they are going to accept incoming rollovers. And that way, you know, you're starting out with your, you know, your balance in one place. You can keep an eye on it. You can adjust your your contributions uh, to to what you, you know, currently are putting into it. You're going to be able to have that money growing for you. Uh, it, it's really going to be a better situation. Now, if your employer in your 30s and 40s, your employer does not allow for incoming rollovers, then you just you need to open up an IRA. So you need to go to one of the custodians, uh, TD Ameritrade, uh, Vanguard, whomever, open up an IRA, roll the money into an IRA, or open up an IRA, roll it into the IRA. Then you can pretty much buy whatever you want. All right. And in my opinion, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion as a personal preference, an IRA is typically, unless you have uh, predator creditor protection issues unless you uh, unless you really just just have an affinity for your 401k plan at your job an IRA is not always uh, is not always the right idea but it's typically going to be a very good idea because you can own anything you want in a four in an IRA but a 401k is typically going to have about 12 to 30 investment options and you're really going to be pigeonholed to whatever the employer decides to do so if they decide to only have you know Know, Acme funds, which, you know, they're three stars, they're dogs, they're whatever. If that's all that's in that plan, guess what? That's all you're going to be able to invest in. But in an IRA, you can literally hold anything you want, uh, individual stocks, CDs, bonds, money market accounts, whatever you want, you can generally hold it. So, Tony, I think that's, to me, you know, 30s, 40s, uh, that's, that's probably the first line of defense, in my opinion. Yeah. So think about all those 401ks that get started and stopped. And I also read a statistic. I don't know if uh, you have it there, but uh, how many billions of dollars that people abandon and forget about and they yeah. don't do yeah. anything with those old 401ks and they well, get you, lost. You think about it, Tony. Um, you know, if an, if an employer goes out of business, they're going to close the 401k plan. So yep. that money, that money is is essentially left and controlled by a trustee, and you know there. I've seen a lot of cases. Now this this is a fact because I I can actually reference the the individuals if pushed. I know for a fact that abandon uh, abandoned four hundred one ks number one. They typically are going to put them in the most conservative investments. And that article, the article I'm referencing also says the exact same thing. I've seen it happen. And you're also going to see a situation where they're just going to sit in limbo. And but the the trustee and the company that's managing the abandoned 401k is still going to be getting paid. 
So you're going to be paying fees and you're not going to be earning a whole lot. So that means you're probably going to see it eventually start to cannibalize itself. And eventually there may, may be nothing left for you to claim. Right. So that's that's why we say, you know, guys, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have a 401k, if you have been put in this position, don't don't just leave it sitting out there. Uh, you know, if you want to put it on autopilot in your 20s, 30s or 40s and, you know, just roll it, keep rolling it, bringing your 401k with you to your next job, that's probably going to be a better solution than just leaving it out there just to, to sit but you know let's let's transition so that's for your 20s 30s 40s all right let's talk about your 50s and your 60s um you know if you are retiring and obviously uh, most people's largest asset next to their home is their 401k or qualified plan if you're retiring it, and this is something you may want to think about are the investments in your 401k really going to be the best investments for you to be in specifically for your situation for the rest of your retirement? If the answer is yes, hey, you want to leave it in there and the employer allows it, who am I to judge and who am I to say otherwise and who is anyone else to do either? But in a lot of cases, in in many cases, you see that having your money in an IRA because of state protections is very close to what ERISA and what federal protections are for your retirement account. And if you go back and you can actually trace your IRA to your original 401k, a lot of those protections are going to roll with it. So it's not really it's not really important for you to keep it there because of protection, because if that comes with it, then what's the point? But what you may want to consider is, you know, what is your goal? If your goal is to to do X, Y, and Z, is your 401k going to be right for you to do X, Y, and Z? It may, but it may not. Um, you know, a lot of what we're seeing now is what a lot of people are doing. And, and obviously, you know, this is, this is incredible. It's encouraging, uh, but we're seeing more and more once, once, uh, retirees or pre-retirees get 59 and a half, they're starting to exercise their in-service distribution, Tony. And, and what an in-service distribution is, is when you are getting close to retirement and you turn 59 and a half, that means you're actually, think about it like a, like a, a bucket of water, okay? And you've got a bucket on a table and you've got a bucket on the floor directly under it. And you've got a spigot on the side of the bucket on the table. Well, if you do an in-service distribution, really all you're doing is turning the faucet on and letting the water drain from the bucket on the table into the one on the floor. So you're not losing any water and you're not you're not taking it out of that environment. You're literally just taking it from your 401k to your IRA so that you can begin to continue. You can begin to put your plan in place that's going to be right for you and your family. Does that mean that that they're not going to be uh, be able to participate in their 401k at their job anymore? No, absolutely not. You're still going to be able to contribute to to the bucket that you turn the water on. You're still going to be able to get the match. In most cases, that that's not going to change. I don't know of a case where it would change. Um, you're you're going to be able to participate. Your employer is going to be able to participate. So really and truly, it's just taking that first step of putting the pieces on the board. And then starting to refill the bucket that you just uh, you just transferred into the IRA. So it's really not 
It's really not something that is is very difficult if you know how to do it properly. Uh, but so many times I think retirees just think, okay, I've just got to wait and I can't touch my 401k until I'm 65 or 66 or, you know, I take social security. We hear all kinds of all kinds of misconceptions, um, but you know, let's let's also not give the pros without the cons. Let's think about this: if you're if you're in your fifties, but you're not yet fifty nine and a half, and you are displaced, meaning you lose your job, you're let go, plan closes, whatever. If that money is in the four hundred one k, and you retire or get get uh, terminated from your job, or you quit. But with 55 and one day of service, meaning you're over 55 years old and one day, you may want to leave it in the 401k, Tony. I'm not saying every situation demands a rollover. Sure, sure. You may want to leave it in the plan because if you're over 55 and one day, what you're probably going to be able to experience is they're going to waive the 10% penalty for you taking an early distribution because 401ks are supposed to be for retirement purposes. Okay. Ah, That's the reason, that's the reason 59 and a half is the rule, just like for the IRAs. Just like for pretty much any retirement related. Absolutely. 403B, 457, 412I, you'd name it. That's 59 and a half. But if a 401k, if you terminate from service 55 in one day, then basically you can take from that account early and you don't have a 10% penalty. I'll give you an example. I didn't know that. I didn't know that if you were 55 in one day and you were retired and you had a retirement account, you could actually start pulling from it. You can start, if you're separated at 55 in one day, that's that's why I said that's, and you say why people should work with financial advisors or competent financial advisors, I think is the more operative term. Uh, and that's that's the reason, because I had a, I had a gentleman basically... Uh, retired because he and his son wanted to start a business. Um, They needed some seed capital. Uh, He retired at 57. So what he did was he took his, he took his 401k, took half of it, rolled it to an IRA, left the other half that he was allowed to do, left the other half in the 401k, used the seed capital until he was 59 and a half. And then essentially he had crossed the 10%, uh, the 10% penalty threshold. So after that, at 59 and a half, he rolled the difference, but that way he was still able to access the capital in case he and his son needed it to start their business without that 10% penalty. So, you know, there are reasons why you should leave your account and your 401k, but there are also a great number of reasons why you should be intentional and potentially do a 401k rollover. Um, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't learn anything else on this show, please understand this. Our job is to help educate you to make sure you can be intentional and be efficient with your account, with your retirement, because if you're not, then a lot of times by default, things happen that are out of your control and we can only operate in the rules that we have, but you need to know what the rules are. And that's why if you don't have a trusted financial person, if you don't have a trusted financial advisor, Thank you for listening, and thank you for giving us that opportunity to be that to you. Yeah, and I think that's great and a good show today because so many people out there have four hundred one ks. Holy cow, it's over! Aren't yep, aren't quite sure what to do, but we are out of time. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners before we go today, Travis? I would like to add this, folks. 
if you're sitting out there in retirement and, or about to retire and you're really uh, you're really uncomfortable with your situation because you just don't know or you just have questions that you've never gotten answered because you've always been worried about what is this what is this person going to try to sell me or or what are they going to try to give me if I ask them a question. That's why education is power. Give us a call. Let us let us introduce you to the workshop that we teach. Um, basically, we give you the education that you're going to need. I promise there are one or two things that could impact your retirement but you don't know until you participate, uh, give us a call 877-269-0839 and let us help you get educated. All right. Sounds great. And that does it for today's episode of Navigating Your Retirement with our host, Travis Chance. Thank you for listening to Navigating Your Retirement Radio with Travis Chance. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Travis at CFG Wealth Management. Call 877-269-0839 or visit them online at navigatingretirementradio.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by CFG Wealth Management LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Insurance products and services are offered through TL Chance Inc., an affiliated company. CFG Wealth Management LLC and TL Chance Inc. are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.